the Our Secret Spot podcast, your look through the keyhole into Australia's hottest swingers club. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Our Secret Spot, the podcast. Shush. (laughs) (laughs) You always tell me not to touch shit and you touch something. I know, I got a little excited. When I press that red button, I'm like, yeah, we're on. I'm the one that always gets in trouble. When you're shaking your head, you got to say, I'm shaking my head because nobody (laughs) can see you. (laughs) Well. Uh, My name is Lawrence. And I'm Jess. And we're the owners and founders of Our Secret Spot, which is a swingers club here in Sydney, Australia. Uh, We like to share anecdotal stories that we see happening in the club. And we like to interview guests that do come to the club. Today is one of those episodes where we're going to be having a chat with one of our lovely guests that come along. Uh, Her name is Miss A. Would you say regular, somewhat regular, occasional? I I was going to say somewhat regular. But Somewhat. I'm sure Miss A can fill us in and let us know what she'd like to identify. Care- careful, careful with the phrasing. Miss <laughs> <laughs> A is going to fill us in. Okay. <laughs> um, I've come a crump a couple of times before. Ooh. Ooh. Like physically come? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. yes. Uh, but also to OSS, our secret spot, I've, mm, I don't know, I probably come at least once every three to four months. Yep. I wouldn't say I'm a diehard fan every single week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like to um, save these little exercises as a bit of a special treat instead of just a regular thing. Ooh, a special treat, mm. like your afternoon dessert. Mm, yes, lots yeah. of things to sample. <laughs> that, that I would consider, though, somewhat regular for our yeah. type of business. It's not like, you know, we're not... It's hard to be regular here. Like, I think regular is like every month. We do have a couple or a few couples who come twice a month and that for us is regular. But that doesn't happen for very long either. You know what I mean? Like One there has s- been coming for over two years. That that frequently? Yeah. Okay. You recognise them? They come to every, almost every party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know I would <laughs> recognise them, but it's just that. But for that would be, I would say that's very regular, right? Then we say somewhat regular. Look, this is all. <laughs> <laughs> However, you decide it. We're, we're we're arguing over semantics here, right? But it's just that you know most people, I think, probably who like the business and come. More than once, it's two probably to like three, three or three or four times a year. Yeah, is probably is probably the the yeah the about the normal. Yeah. Okay, so I'm a regular then. There you oh. go. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you were trying to get, like get at? I felt like we were running around in a circle for that. No, it's just sort of like observing like what is regular in our business, right? Because mm. it's uh, yeah, some biz- like it's not like we're a, a, a pub or a bar that you know people just go to habitually to yeah. sit around, have a drink, and. You know, they might do some work one day or they're chatting with friends another day. This is a place where, like, you come to in a very social mindset mm. kind of thing, right? So it's sort of it you takes, just... It takes a bit of preparation to get here as well. Yeah. It's not just like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. There's yeah. a thing, couple of things you need to do beforehand. Yeah. Um, just out of curiosity, can I ask you a question? Of course. Do you track your members' numbers and how many times that member number is used? We don't use member numbers. <gasps> I still but we put, do emails. I still, put, I still put my member number. We track we it can, under emails. There's instead. a couple of ways that we can check what what frequency the tickets are being bought through. Mm. Um, we've yet to consolidate all the systems into I one. I can track them through the emails. Yeah, you can track them through the emails. You can track it's them through... It's much easier because people always use the same email, whereas sometimes people use different numbers, different names, and they go between all of them, whereas you need to get the team tickets emailed to you. Oh, so no, everyone always uses the same email. Interesting. Which is good. And yep. I always and I've coupled up people who are like if the guy buys a ticket one time and then the female, I just add them in the same group. Yeah. Mm. 
But that's just a big Excel file that it's fun to <laughs> export if you really have time. But unfortunately, Lawrence and I don't get time. We All these little things that we like want to do, but it's just sort of it falls into the back burner. Yeah. yeah. So can you tell us a little <laughs> bit about yourself? Like um, we can't go into specifics, but like, where, <laughs> like uh, tell us how you describe your singer self. Yeah. So I'm in my early 30s. Mm. I'm um, Sydney based, so I don't really have that far to come to um, Annandale or OSS. Um, I am bisexual, so I like all different types of genders and ages and body shapes and uh gender expression so I really just like getting squishy with people um <laughs> and yeah so I've um that's kind of me in a semi neutral nutshell I guess All right I can see you're wearing a bicolored shirt is uh, that what the, an accident or is that uh, or is that it's a, it, just it's just made out of lots of different random pieces of shirt actually it's recycled oh okay shirt. I wouldn't wear this type of thing to the club though <laughs> oh, I would go to what I'd wear but they're similar to the bi yeah, bi colors yeah, got some Bi flag colours, right? Blue You're missing purple. I think I'm missing purple somewhere. There's purple up on your, oh, is it? your shoulder there. Potential. Maybe it's just <laughs> the light that's reflecting. I'm seeing purple. Yeah, there's multiple shades of colour, right? Yeah. yeah. That's right. And that's what it's all about. Hmm. It's all about the different shades. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just excited about the shirt. Uh, I think you're also excited because we do have a pendulum event on tonight. So it's a, mm. a bi event. So he's very much in the bi mode. Ah, fantastic. Yeah, I'm extremely excited and I can't wait to, um, yeah. Yeah. Experience the glories of Pendulum, which I love. Yes. How I many do you, is that the event you come to the most? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Pendulum is definitely my favorite event. I have tried a couple of the other events, um, but Pendulum is where I really find the most people I'm interested in, and uh, I'm part of the regular. I guess I, I don't know if I would necessarily describe myself as part of the fuck club, as I like to describe <laughs> the them. fuck club. No, a fuck do they club. describe themselves? As no, that? I don't know. I haven't actually been um, game enough to say. Oh, I call you guys the fuck club. <laughs> Can you tell me who they are and I'll call them the fuck love? Larry's <laughs> a walk around and be like, fuck love. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wow. I mean, I guess, yeah, there is a certain there is a certain crew that do come here mm. for, for most pendulums that I have noticed. Just mm. a fuck? Would, would, <laughs> so, I mean, these would be the people I'm thinking of, right, of the, of the fuck club. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the yeah. definitely the the regulars. Um, do they have the rules like fuck club? Like rule I number one, so. you do not talk yeah, about fuck club. D- and rule number three is do not talk about <laughs> fuck club. <laughs> and then rule four is something about puns and some other type of you know bi kind of. Oh, they've got puns. In. <laughs> well, bi- bisexuals are known for having puns. So are they? yeah, I really it's a stereotype. I need Bradford here. I have one right ready to go. He'd have one ready to go. I yeah. have nothing. Why yeah. I have nothing? I'm, oh. I don't know how to do a pun. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not very good at those yeah, things. Very daggy, really. <laughs> yeah, my dad jokes are very poor, guys. Sorry. <laughs> that's all right. I'll just sit in the corner. But that's exciting. You're coming yeah. tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'll be just really nice to um, meet some new people, but also catch up with regulars yeah. and, yeah, just see what's happening. And, yeah. Do you like to come by yourself or do you sometimes mix it up? I'm doing mix it up a bit. So mm-hmm. I have brought um, friends with benefits before, yeah. which is always a bit. You have to have a lot of trust with the other person that you're bringing because yeah. you have to be accountable for the partner that you're bringing. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've also met um, a previous partner of mine at OSS. So mm. we continued going to OSS events um, mm. 
when we started dating. Nice. Yeah. nice. That would have been fun. Oh, it was lots of fun. Double team in it. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> and tonight, are you coming by yourself? Yes. Ooh. I'm going to be a single lady. Ooh, exciting. And have you got your outfit yes. decided? Ooh, yes. that's yes. exciting. You'll have to take a picture for our viewers to see. Yeah, I'll take a photo. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when did the idea of swinging come to you? Do you remember, like, how long ago it was? Yeah, so in my early 20s, I started kind of dabbling in the fetish community a bit. Okay. Um, so I would go to Hellfire mm-hmm. and a couple of other, like, private parties and kind of met people who kind of were, you know, doing both the lifestyle and uh, fetish stuff. Do you find that most people do mm. the kink community? There's a – if there was a Venn diagram of <laughs> kink community, swinger community, how much do they overlap? Not a lot. Not heaps. Maybe, like – I don't know, 10%. Oh, okay, that low. I don't know. But I, what do you think? You obviously I thought have a, a little bit higher. I'm thinking quite low. Just because of all the like different Well, maybe parties. not swinging specifically, but non-monogamy. Non-monogamy is different though. Mm. It's a very different basket of eggs. It's like saying poly is similar to swinging. Like the non-monogamy. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's similar like in the like sense that it's non-monogamous, like right? Or ethically non-monogamous. Like people were in the know. Yeah. But kink can be without... Non-monogamy to be you, to, you don't have to be a you non-monogamous can, person to be a kingster. Yeah, you can practice the BDSM things by being non-monogamous, but I don't think it's a trait that they all carry. No, I know it's not. I'm just wondering how many. I think it's quite low. In your experience, <laughs> tell us. In my experience, a lot of the two different communities really dislike each other. Um, mm. They think <laughs> they're doing it the better way. Um, I would say that there is a lot of ethical non-monogamy that happens in the kink community yeah. um, where people have multiple partners. Mm. But that is – there's lots of, I don't know, more kind of structure around that instead of swinging parties where mm. I wouldn't say there's zero structure, but it's definitely less um, rigid at points. More flexible. Yeah. Do you the, – the animosity that you talk about between the two communities – I know that happens. Uh, I mean, I've sort of seen it through the in the king community. I don't know if I feel it as much from the swinger community, only because, I mean, a lot of the swings that we see here at the club, are, I guess, for one, for a better word, they're not as educated about the wider community, other communities out there, right? They they they're only just learning about this one. They don't know about all these other ones, so they're sort of. A, Mm. I think when you start talking about specific kind of scenes that um, like I personally partaked in or I've witnessed in the com- in the kind of kink parties or kink communities, people go, oh my gosh, really? Then what happened? You know? Mm. So sometimes they, they have a bit of a negative reaction in that regard. I think also people just think they are doing the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're they're, super, their way is the they're best thing. Everyone special. likes to toot their own horn. Yeah. It's very common. Yeah. That's yeah. common in all communities. Everyone thinks they're yeah. the best. Mm. Swingers call swinging their dick around. Swingers call uh, <laughs> like monogamous people vanillas, and then kinksters call swingers vanillas, and then mm-hmm. I'm vanillas sure there's another group of people vanillas. that call kinksters yeah. vanillas too. It's, it's, it's not. A, it's Look, not a vanillas are just happy as well, guys. Yeah. Yeah, vanilla's a great flavor. I love vanilla. Oh, I vanilla's like vanilla. my favorite flavor. Nice cream. It's not a race, right? It's not a race of who can have the most sex or who can be like the most extreme in mm. shibari or who can be mm. the most extreme in pet play or chastity play or whatever you know your your yum is. Um, so really, if you should just do what you feel comfortable with and educate yourself and don't yuck someone else's yum as long as they're being safe and respectful of other people. Yeah. That's fair. Fair enough. So you said uh, you started in the king scene. Um, what was the first, like, can you tell us your very first party that you went to or was it, how, how was the, was it a website? Where, where did you start? Oh, with kink? 
Or yeah, with we'll hair, do. or with with, Ooh, with, with, with the kink. Like well, yeah, fast. we can do both. But like, I'm just like going oh. back to the start of like you know, you said your early twenties. You started yeah, in the kink so scene. So Hellfire definitely was my first kind okay. of kink. Yeah, it's such a. And what's your yum in the kink world? I like impact. I like um, kind of restriction stuff. So shibari. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that power dynamic. I like yeah. sensory. Um, and I like kind of dressing up in a bit of role play as well. Fun. They're all my boxes too. Yeah, they're, they're nice ones because you can kind of like tether them into the swinging yeah. lifestyle i find because yeah. impact play kind of comes into it not as heavy yeah but i find it does help like to introduce it as well yeah. last time i was here um bradford and angela were looking for volunteers for um practicing their double florentine that Lawrence was teaching them so i um <laughs> i definitely volunteered for that yeah <laughs> from what i hear they're, they're very good now i they did a um king demonstration up in the escape to the mm. tropics uh but i was we were on a a uh, Great Barrier Reef tour, so we didn't stay to watch. Oh. But I've been told <laughs> you should stay to score them. You yeah, know, nine, like, eight. Just critique them like the coach in the background. Like, hmm. Yeah. Did you teach them, or have they been practicing elsewhere? I, I taught them, and then we so that we we did it here one Sunday morning for for a couple of hours, and it got to the point where like I've sort of picked it up, and I don't even remember how I even learned it myself. So teaching someone became difficult because I I don't remember a lesson. Point. I think yeah. maybe I just picked it up on my own. So I didn't have any, you know, teaching points mm-hmm. to give them or how to break it down properly. I was starting to break it down. Like Bradford picked it up a little bit quicker. Angela was having a little bit more trouble. So what we ended up doing was um, doing slow-mo filming on on a, on an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And then they were able to go back and watch it in super slow motion of what exactly my hands were doing at what point. And then just being able to replicate that because mm-hmm. instead of just like having to look at me like and in real time like uh, <laughs> I think the hand goes that way it's just like and then practicing on pillows and probably each other <laughs> hopefully each other <laughs> I was winding them up as well a little bit um, Angela was much more firmer and I kept kind of egging on Bradford to go a bit more firmer but oh, I just couldn't deliver <laughs> I was crushing that man's soul it was fantastic I was. Being a little bit of a rat. Oh, excellent. Yeah. He would have loved that. I think he might have talked about this on one of the podcast episodes. Yeah, yeah, potentially. Like, oh, cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless Poor Bradford. Soul. How did you find out about Hellfire? So if it's your first event, you don't just sort of walk walking along the street going, I'm going to go into that nightclub and go to this thing uh, where all these people wearing leather are. It was, it was slightly awkward. Uh, basically, kind of neighbourhood friends were the dungeon master. Well, like oh, the, okay. uh, not dungeon master, I'm using the wrong term, but like the... the dungeon the to- monitors. Dungeon monitors, basically. Yeah. So they were kind of in, in the kind of neighbourhood. So, yeah, it, it, like my parents knew and still know about that side of... Oh, my, really? My, yeah, my... Uh, how did that go down? Like, yeah, how did yeah. that come up and how did was that go it, down? Yeah, was it because you wore, like, some kinky outfit yeah, walking out? And yeah, they're like, what are you doing? You're like, Hellfire? Yeah, yeah. And I guess because... Oh, we've been to Hellfire. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I think it was just because it was very normal. Like, it yeah. was kind of the talk of the neighbourhood. And because yeah. there was no sex on premises. And there was a couple of other factors. That I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, not? it's a fun little event to dress up at. Yeah. Mm, you mean, yeah. so it's more palatable because there wasn't... Or there was known to be no sex going that's down. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Even though there is some kind of... There's groping. Sexual, there's yeah, definitely groping. Yeah, sexual activities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like over the pants sexual sort of. Yeah. Like it's nobody's getting fingered and squirting. On, oh, actually, no, I have seen someone squirt at a hellfire. <laughs> well, no, no, no. And, unless it's a performance. Yeah, well, the minimal wear was G-string, but yeah, mm. you did see that's some true. kind of yeah. different interpretations of that. Yeah. I saw a lot of G-strings that were just a string. 
Mm-hmm. And they're like, what's well, a piece of string? And I was like, I, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> but I could be wrong here. Is, isn't kink and kink play in, all, in one way or another always related to some kind of sexual dynamic? No, I, I would argue not. I think sometimes it can be very non-sexual. Like I've definitely done scenes where it was not sexual at all. It was just more that part power kind of dynamic or that sensory play type of thing. Right. Okay. And so neither of you are getting any kind of sexual gratification out of the no. scene. Hmm. I find okay. a lot of mistresses I've talked to as well, a lot of their clients that they're getting as well, have a lot more of a less sexual interaction. Mm. Like a mm-hmm. lot of them don't allow kissing, don't allow touching. A lot of it's just wordplay. A lot of it is impact. It's very much just yeah. them letting go so they can have that hour like Going into release. kind of that subspace yeah. is just glorious when it happens really nicely. It's just a, almost a meditative kind of space where you're just like, oh, I can't do anything. I'm just going to lie here, you know. Yeah, and just feel all the emotions. Mm. It is a good space. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I'm a switch, so I go between two. Whereas mm. you're a dominant personality. Yeah, but as I say, I mean, as all the the king play that I would be involved in is, is at least sexual in nature, or has a sexual element to it. But right? I think so you also were a swing of beforehand. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. Brought in the kink. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just curious. It's not, I'm not. Yeah, and like I don't profess to be all knowledgeable about all things. So I'm just <laughs> like, I just want to know. And are it's you interested curious. in how I got into the... Yes, I was just yeah. about to ask you that. I was like, tell me about the swinging life. Yes. Were we your first place you came to? Well, it was OSS. Yay! Yeah, so <laughs> I had done a lot of research beforehand. So mm. I was listening to By the By by yeah. um, Bradford and Angela. I was listening to a couple other kind of um, podcasts, um, some American ones like Swing Set, those types of things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I used to listen to them all the time. Yeah. Um, did a bit of research, reading, um, and I was also in the process of coming out as bi, so I kind of did really want the opportunity to play with women or mm-hmm. vulva havers, um, if you want to mm-hmm. be a bit more inclusive <laughs> with language, but people um, who didn't identify as blokes, um, you know, try having sex with them and yeah. see see if I really was actually that bisexual. Yeah. Without, you know, hurting someone's feeling or without going on a million dates to, you To know, try and figure it out. Yeah. Yep, fair. Just be... It's a bit rude. Really. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I actually emailed Bradford um, and said, hey, you know, thinking about getting into the lifestyle, what's your tips? Yeah. And he goes, you must go to um, one of the bar um, setting ones. So the ones that you had that was in Darlinghurst. And yeah. You had some just casual drinks and it was yeah. one of your staff that was hosting and you just got to meet a whole bunch of people. Oh, the there. mingle nights. Yeah, the mingle nights. Yep. So I went along to that and, um, you know, it was really – it was a good experience. Met a couple um, – didn't, I wouldn't say like it was like a full-on play session, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. It was more like them kind of playing and I kind of just watching and kind of interacting a little bit, mm-hmm. which I think is when people ask me what, what should I do first time, I'm like, well, I think you should have no pressure on yourself and, you know, it, yeah, just be slowly going into it. Mm. Yeah. That's a good advice. So, so you went to the mingle night and then came back to the club? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yep. It wasn't like at the bar. <laughs> no, 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 no. They no. just got raunchy. That's why we never. Yeah, went back. yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I was wondering why we weren't we weren't welcome back at that bar. No, <laughs> no, no, no. There's yeah. more space. Uh, even yeah. though Darlinghurst was a bit smaller than this place, yeah. there's still a lot more space um, yeah. there. And, mm. and lie down space. Yes, mm. they, they yeah. had beds. Yeah. Other than just chairs. Yeah, mm. and, and showers and nice yes. towels. And <laughs> so how long ago was that? 2018. Oh, okay. I thought it was a little bit later, uh, earlier, later, back before, before 2018. 
2018 is um. We almost we opened this one. 2019, we opened this. Yeah, opened yeah, Annandale. Opened yeah. This. Okay. Cool. And then we transitioned you into Annandale. Yeah, I like Annandale. It's very nice. <laughs> it's much cooler and easier to kind of find spaces to play. Yeah. 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 It's definitely much bigger. And the dungeon area is so nice as well. Yeah, we like it. I like that it's now got the red hue as well. Like it's just got that mm. nice softing light, which yeah. is good. So Bradford was probably, I mean, you're going to see him tonight. He was fairly instrumental in like getting you to OSS then. Um, was there any other advice that he gave you? Well, I listen to their podcast a lot and they have quite similar philosophies um, to my to myself of, mm-hmm. you know, good communication, good kind of um, boundaries. Um but no, not not like not directly in that email. It was you okay. Know. And how long did it? How many times? So you came by yourself the first time. When did you start coming along with someone else? I'm, I've mostly come along uh, by myself. So oh, I've got okay. come come with someone else like a handful of times. Right. Okay. I actually prefer much more prefer doing it by myself. Yeah. Um, like I guess the only thing else I've done is I do regularly play with a couple, and I've come kind of almost as like their third, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yep. Um and yeah, that we mostly spent that night together. Yeah, why do you prefer coming by yourself? Like, what is the experience for you? I just feel I'm more in control. I have control of how much I drink. I have control about who I'm talking to. I have control if something kind of you know does make me feel uncomfortable coming and talking to your staff. I always feel really comfortable here and really safe. Mm -hmm. That there's a really good safety net. Like your staff is outstanding, and you two are outstanding. Thank you. Um, and I feel like. I will always be respected and some help will be, you know, not yep. that far away, if that makes sense. But while when you bring somebody else, you don't, you can't control how much they're drinking. You're not controlling about how they're going to emotionally react to things. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and sometimes it is a bit of an energy charge kind of space. Yeah. Um, yeah. And people sometimes do react differently um, mm-hmm. to this space. And when people do kind of discover what I do um, <laughs> on a regular basis. Um, <laughs> sometimes their instinct's like, oh, can I come too? And it's just like, yes, but. <laughs> by yourself? Yeah, by yourself. <laughs> You're like, we can know each other there. Yeah, I can wave. <laughs> and be like your safety net. But <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I do much more for to come by myself. Um, mm. And I also um, like just meeting new people as well. And I think if you kind of have that second person sometimes the pressure is to find another couple or single that you're both interested in mm. yep. and my kind of taste is not really um that regular i don't really have a type i don't have an age type i don't have a body shape type. but none of that it's more about the person themselves mm-hmm. yeah so i can't really be like oh i like x y and z to somebody else that's pansexual right yeah yeah oh, well, i still use i still use the term bisexual mm. myself or just queer yeah what is yeah. the definition? I th- not, not, I'm not saying that you're um, challenging you, how you identify. <laughs> Lawrence I'm just is just like, on a learning path today. So bisexual means that you are attracted to your own gender and other genders. Mm-hmm. And then pansexual is more that you don't really have a gender preference. You like them all. You just like them all. While bisexual right. you might have a preference for... I don't know, you could be very specific. You could be like, I want to just be um, with cis men and cis women. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> I might have opened a can of worms. <laughs> you uh, might, have, uh, might get so some letters written in. Lawrence is going to like read all this now. Yeah, I, I think we should refer to the kind of some other experts, <laughs> <laughs> not just people with lived experience. But I, yeah, I, don't, I don't really care what people's pink bits are. I just want to get squishy with them. Fair enough. Mm. <laughs> 
That's actually really cute. I don't care what your pink bits are. I just want to get squishy yeah. with them. I like that. Are you thinking of more t-shirt ideas over there? <laughs> no, I was just thinking of like somebody squishing boobs together and they're yeah. like little pink bits, but yeah. it's like it's squishy. They're so cute. I know. Some boobs are just lovely. I'm a butt girl, but you know, boobs are great too. <laughs> Sorry, we're so off topic now. No, no, What's no. What's the next question? <laughs> no, it's all right. Keep going. <laughs> so we're talking before we started recording. Uh, about an awkward experience. Can mm. you tell us, tell the audience about this <laughs> awkward experience? Because it can happen. And how did you handle it? Um, there's been a couple of awkward experiences at uh, OSS. I won't, I won't lie. It's not just all like, <laughs> you know, fantastic and multiple orgasms and, you know, great, you know, piles of people mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Um, this awkward experience was actually bumping into someone who I've been working with um, for over two years um, <laughs> in a kind of senior role, so a, a manager of sorts. So there's a power dynamic. Yeah, yeah. definitely a power dynamic. Uh, the other person had the power and <laughs> I was powerless. No, 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 no. Um, I have power, I have agency. But um, yeah, so this person I'd never met actually in person just happened to be in town with their partner. And they said hi um, in the change room. Went, oh my gosh! And kind of ran away for a bit. <laughs> uh, they said hello to you first. Yeah. And they did said they hi. recognize who you yeah, were? Yeah, they recognized me. Yeah. Right. It wasn't just like a hello. No, no, Wait no. They, they used my name. Oh. Yeah, they used my name and everything. And it was just like, ah, okay, mm. this is all goodbye. <laughs> And then later in the night, we actually sat down and chatted for a bit, which was quite cool. And um, one of the things that this um, this manager said to me was, oh, I'm not that surprised you are queer after all. So I'm just <laughs> like, well, that's a big stereotype you're drawing, but okay. <laughs> like, thanks. Oh, dear. So did you guys end up interacting sexually? No, gosh, no. <laughs> Can you no, imagine no, no. the like work conversations you'd have? No, they were actually quite easy on the eyes, actually. Ooh. Uh, I was a bit like, oh. Yeah, but no, 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 that's fair. It's probably a little bit complicated. Oh, super complicated! <laughs> no, 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 no. no. There, there's so many other people and other beautiful people at Pendulum <laughs> that I can have my, you know, you had an array to choose yeah, from. You didn't yeah, need yeah. that one. I, no, no, no. <laughs> there's much easier people and less complex situations to enter into. Yes, that's fair. But mm. it's good that you guys had like, I, I guess, the adult conversation of sitting down and just yeah. talking it through. Because sometimes it it takes that initial reaction for you then to realize oh okay no they're here for the same yeah. thing let's have a conversation yeah, it, was, it was definitely a big shock um yeah. to the system but like i was standing in my underwear you know having a tattoo <laughs> like you know it was fine you know yeah. it's probably yeah. even more shocking well she can't out you without outing herself no that, that's that's no. the benefit and of i find people don't especially if they come to the club they don't want to out anyone because they like having this community safe yeah. and consensual yeah. Like yeah, yeah, hopefully they come here with the like right I mentality. I don't actually get people that ask me like, oh, who comes to the club? I'm, they just go, what type of people come to the club? Mm. It's less about who it is. It's more about like, well, will I fit? Yeah. Everyone mm. just wants to fit in. Yeah. yeah. And, we're very and how's it been since? It's been fine. We have a really good working relationship and yeah, we're both very passionate in the area that we work in. So that yeah. helps. Oh, good. Do you calendarize when you're going to the club so you take No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you're like, I'm coming to Pendulum this week. No. You can go next. Yeah, no. you like split it up like child custody. It's like, <laughs> every other Pendulum is my Pendulum. And you <laughs> Thankfully, the club is big enough that I think if you guys are here again, you could always split up. Yeah, levels. you can split up. And there's like lovely petite rooms. And yes. you know, there's a dungeon area. And then petites are my favorite. Yeah. 
and there's heaps of places and people don't mm. just you know people do naturally flow around the club people don't just camp out and Makes be like sense. this is our fort you know, <laughs> this is our sexy fort and we're going to do all the sexy stuff though i do find after oh, really? they're fucked they sit on the bed for a bit and i'm like there's a line of people get off the there bed. was a couple like i can't remember which party was it was it was maybe a month or so ago yeah. and they were on the most used bed I swear, like, it would have been an hour and a half, two hours. Every time I went up there, I was like, you're still here? Like, like, (laughs) They're still fucking. It's not like they weren't using I thought they were just sitting there and I was like, didn't you just tell them to fuck off? What are you doing? I guess you could have a deli ticket um, system. (laughs) Oh, my God. 769. Can you imagine? You just have someone that walks past and they're like, 30 minutes is up, get off the bed. And just ring the bell. That'd be excellent. I mean, it's very intrusive, but it's just a funny, like, themed night like you just do some sort of like boxing theme or like sports <laughs> arena raffle ticket yeah and you just have everyone like you have a bell and shit oh my god no. be hilarious so you we asked you an awkward uh moment about the club do you have a fun exciting story that you've that what's your stands favorite moment out? oh i think one of my favorite moments was actually when i met the couple that i regularly see um that first night um mm. met them and another couple that night and we kind of had a really nice kind of five people kind of great kind of mix and everyone was by everyone was very happy um and it was just it was a really good kind of flowy kind of um group play dynamic that happened i find five is a really good number like any of my orgies that i've really enjoyed Mm. five has been a good number because there's that element where you can have like threesomes foursomes you can have a break like you can tap in and tap out like oh i need to have some water yeah (laughs) it's such a good and it's like especially when it's heavier on the women like three women two men it just vibes really well and i think just playing with bi people like no no offense to people who are you know just down the middle of the road sorry Uh, straighty 180s yeah like no offense to you you folk out there <laughs> that you only like one type of gender and you limit yourselves to that mindset. But anyway, um, <laughs> it is always just much nicer to play with um, other queer folk. Yeah, I agree. I, I do enjoy like coming from the bi side, having play with bi women who are actually bi mm. and not at the bi curious stage. Like I don't know, I went through my bi curious stage, but I was at least trying to invest into yeah. figuring out if that girl liked her pussy licks rather than just <laughs> the like lesbian like touching of the hand. And I've had a girl pat my pussy, like physically pat, pat it. it. <laughs> yeah, like the last time I had a threesome, she was patting my pussy and then literally my partner's like, uh, what is she doing? And I was like, I have no idea. Like, no <laughs> idea. And I was like, this is what li- like lipstick lesbian looks like, where they just sort of, they're like yeah. faking it. It's not real. Like, it, she's just there for the dick. And I was like, I'd rather you just be like, I'm here for the dick. So I'd be like, cool, we don't have to interact. Mm. But it's like, if there's a girl and she's like, oh, you know, I'm bi-curious. I'm like, yeah. no, I want bi. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know you can lick pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> it's so much better like it's like it just feels better and then you get to go down on her and like reciprocate and it's such a good feeling like you both mm. know how to kind of get in there and you're not afraid to get in there and then a dick comes out of nowhere it's great <laughs> this is a great thing about being bi shit's everywhere it's a multitude of like bits and pieces i didn't know what to good and call them all but bits and pieces pink bits pink bits thank the you pink bits, yeah the pink bits we're gonna go deep a little bit deeper now so we want to know, like, how has how has swinging and non-monogamy coming to the club impacted your life? Has it changed any of your worldviews, opinions about anything, people, whatever? Um, I'm I've always been a fairly open-minded person. Um, I guess I have experienced more. Um, and I I guess I'm more aware of the different types of kind of body shapes that are out there. It's definitely helped with me becoming more confident with playing with women. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it's also just made me feel um, like there's quite a few different types of people that are interested in me, which is really nice. Nice. It's good to broaden, like, your yeah. perspective on life too. Yeah. And sexually. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who, it is good. Who Does anyone in your life know? I mean, you know, you said your mum knows that you went to um, uh, Hellfire, Hellfire uh, back at, uh, way back then. Does Ooh, anyone which Hellfire was it? Like what oh, club did you go to? Q Cuba, that was the first oh, one. Oh, it's one of the old, old yeah, ones. Yeah. The sticky floor one. Yeah, and like the bits you just, oh yeah. my God. And you touched the bar crunchy. and it was like wet and you like, ugh. Yeah, and the cups crunchy. were never dry. They oh. always feed you wet, warm cups for Slightly a cold drink. And I was like, what the fuck? Slightly <laughs> moist. Slightly <laughs> moist. Oh, yes. God. Oh, slightly moist and sticky. Mm. Damn. <laughs> Perfect club. Um, so what are you going to ask? Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> yeah, was uh, the, the question, question was, like, does anyone else in your uh, life know, I mean, obviously outside of the, the actual swinger community, um, that oh, you yeah, come do here? Do vanillas do know? Yeah, some of the vanillas in my life know, the people that are particularly close with me. Yeah. Um, I'm always uh, fairly open to people who I trust and yeah. I will talk about it quite liberate, liberately, well, I guess freely. Liberally. Liberally. Yeah. Liberally. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, who? So not a family member, just friends? Just like friends, yeah. Okay. Um, Do you ever try to tell them like to come along or uh, are you encouraging mm, of that or are you more just expressing how you are? I'm more just expressing who I am. Um, a lot of people love asking questions about yeah. kind of how it works, <laughs> you know, how it makes me feel, all those types of things. So I'm more than happy to talk to people about that. Yeah. And I'm, you know, more than happy to talk about the good, the bad and the ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm quite fairly open. I just never put anything down in writing. Um, I never kind of send any voice memos, anything that, you know, could just kind of get tracked. I think there is still kind of discrimination against people who have got a bit of an alternative lifestyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of misconceptions about who actually swings. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. And then you come in here and then you'll see literally everyone does. Yeah, you'll see lawyers, you'll see, um, you know, accountants, you'll see, you know. School teachers, yeah. you have everyone. Everything. Everyone. Everything. Everything and everyone. Yeah, every type of profession. Yeah, yeah tradies. Yeah. Always the tradies are quite hot, actually. <laughs> I love a good tradie. Oh, there like you are, tradies. I a outfit, actually, because mm. I know they've been sweating. Sweat is my turn on. Like, a guy that sweats. I'm like, really? Oh, really? Yeah, I love the smell of sweat. Oh. Like, I love... But fresh sweat. Yeah. Not, and not, not like... Not, like <laughs> not they've been running and they're trying to, ob- <laughs> like, tame the sweat and spray it back on them. Like, I like that if they've had, like, a solid workout, they come to me and I'm like, oh, my God, you're sweaty. Like, yeah. that's my, like, I yeah. just get to run my hands down and smell the sweat. It's so, that's so wrong. Dank ass sweat it's is so no good. good. <laughs> no, <laughs> like no, no. It's, it's, no, it's like, I just fuck sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that, that, yeah. that sexy sweat. Or it's like, you just did a bit of a workout. I'm like, you worked out, let's fuck. <laughs> now this is a real workout. What are the common questions people ask you? I guess, like, you know, how many people have you had sex with in one night? Type oh, thing, you wow. Know? That was not a question I was be thinking they'd ask. But no, yeah. Like, sometimes people want to see, answer? like, the knocks <laughs> on the, you know, the bedpost kind of thing. Yeah. You know, um, sometimes people are curious about the types of people that will be there. Sometimes mm. people are curious about um, sometimes sex work kind of elements of it or. Sometimes Wait, what the sex work element? Well, like if there's sex workers at the club, oh, yeah, that yeah, type okay, of stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were querying you. Are you a sex oh, worker? Well, no. I've, I've been mistaken as a sex worker a handful of times. Not at the club. Yeah. Um, multiple situations. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's always fun. Yeah, it's always like, no, sorry. Or maybe I should start. You're getting a sex worker vibe. What's a sex worker vibe? What's that? What are you doing? Sultry and confident. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think it's like, yeah, confidence. Like you just like, I don't know. I can't think of the word where it's like exude like confidence. Oozing like, confidence. Yeah. yeah. Sexual confidence. Yeah. Pretty much. You um, will pay me for this. But I guess also people are curious about kind of the layout of the club mm. and um, yeah, the types of nights and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, people always ask also about uh, kind of your marketing kind of uh, bodies that you use. So like those wash bottle uh, washboard abs and the mm. the big boobs and little waist. People will go, hey, is that actually the body type that comes to OSS? I mm. said, you sometimes get those types of people, yes, but you also get everything else in between. And mm. sometimes those bodies just market a bit better. So just ignore those types of bodies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a question. I've ne- I don't think I've ever been asked that one. No, I don't. I About like how get, many have you had sex with in one night? I get asked it quite a lot. Like especially when people, people are like, what ask do you do women for that? work? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a curiosity thing. Like every time they're like, what do you do for work? I'm like, I run and co-own a, like a swingers club. And they're like, how many people do you fuck? And I'm like, <laughs> how is this the first question? Not what is a swingers club? How many people do I fuck? And I'm like, um, my partner? I was like, well, I don't understand the question. They're like, how many in like one night? I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah, Genuinely yeah. have no idea. Yeah. Sometimes I make up numbers just to shit people. I'm like, 20, 20, 25? And they're like, really? I'm like, Get fuck the off. fuck out of here. Like, as if it'd be that many people. Fuck being number 24. <laughs> yeah, the deli ticket system would come in handy. Yeah, oh my God, can you imagine? Mm. It's like the whole um, the episode from Archer. Remember where she like decides she's gonna fuck everyone in the office and she does the whole ticketing system with Pam? I can't obviously okay. I watch this way too much. I haven't seen Archer that much, so yeah. Sorry. I've forgotten I've forgotten that. I vaguely familiar, but yeah. I can't Lana remember. just fucks everyone and she's like got all the numbers to so piss off Cyril. Anyway, I watch this a lot because <laughs> we have a pet dog called Archer. So it's oh. always like I'm like, what should we watch? Oh, Archer. <laughs> Archer for Archer. Yeah. He loves it. His name gets called, he just stares at it. It's <laughs> yeah. so stupid. But anyway. Off, so off topic there. So sorry. <laughs> last question. Last question. Do you have any advice for, let's say, uh, single? By, no, no, no. For bi single women. Oh, I could do single women too. Yeah, just single. put it like advice for single women. Advice for couples. Advice for talk, couples talking to single women. Advice for single <laughs> men approaching single women to come to the club. We want all the advice. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> uh, <Poor> woman. <laughs> I guess uh, do your homework. Mm-hmm. So. Do your research, um, talk to people if you have access to people or listen to podcasts, mm. um, read blogs, those types of good stuff. Do your preparation, so pick out a really nice outfit, yeah. um, do some personal you know, grooming, it's always good. Have so, a good groom. Yeah, it needs to be groomed. Um, there needs to be grooming. Well, <laughs> can you give groomed. some like, tips for women, to, like as women coming solo, what do you tend to wear as a solo female? Oh, I wear all sorts of things. So mm-hmm. tonight I'm going to be kind of wearing a, a dress with a bit of a lace back. Um, it's a long dress. It's past my knees um, and nice. some heels, but like, I don't So care. what was it, a dress with a lace, what? Oh, it's kind of like a lace back. Oh, back. I thought you said with a lace bag. And I was just like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> bag just hanging off. See, I imagine for some reason the lace back to go all the way just no, before your bum. Or was no, it just at the top? No, bit? it's just at the top. It's, uh-huh. yeah. I'd wear this dress anywhere. I just like the colour and I like the shape on me. Yeah, nice. That's good. Yeah, I think wear something that you feel comfortable in. Like don't feel pressured to, I know, strip down straight to lingerie Mm -hmm. if that's not your jam. Um, But definitely dress to impress. Like don't wear scuffed up kind of sneakers. Don't wear just shabby jeans. Like look nice. Yeah. 
And I think then um, when you're in the club, you know, approach people, mm. be friendly, be open. But then also don't just corner a couple or corner another single person. Just always give people at least a bit of a breathing space. Mm. Um, when I feel like I'm getting on with a new couple, what I'll do a lot of the time is uh, if there's like play being talked about, I'll actually excuse myself. Normally it'll be like, oh, I just feel like getting a drink or I'll go to the toilet or something like that. Just for the couple to then have a moment by themselves to, to chat yeah. over. Chat. Yeah. Instead of me of kind you. of going do you want to play with me? You yeah, know, really. and then waiting and be like, tell me now. Yeah, because like sometimes rejection, you know, even if it's, you know, just a play can be a bit hard for people to do. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think anyone should own couples and um, I think people should give people some space to, yeah. to make decisions without you just, you know. Leering at them. Yeah, leering <laughs> at them doing like, oh, you must yeah. do me now. <laughs> How has your experience been? Uh, I mean, what is it like for you as a single woman in the club being, do you find, I mean, Uh, this is only your own lived experience, right? Do you feel that you get approached more or you're having to get out there and talk to more people? It's a bit of a mixture. Like I've definitely felt um, sometimes a little bit overwhelmed by couples. So sometimes couples will just kind of clock me as a single woman. They'll be like, oh, that person. And they'll kind of corner and try to, you know, convince me or try to, you know, basically kind of dominate kind of the space around me, which I don't really like actually that much. Um, And then I also have come across couples that aren't interested in single women. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are interested in a a couple Mm -hmm. um, because maybe the the woman is only straight and she only wants to... Have that dynamic. Yeah, wants to have a full-on swap. Yeah. Um, so I think sometimes people will say, oh, single women just have their pick of everyone and, you know, they all really want to blah, blah, blah. But that's not actually the case. The case no. is there's many people wanting many different things. Yep. Sometimes they're wanting three single men to, you know, mm. do X, Y and Z to their missus, you know, and that's fine. Do yep. You do you boo if, if everyone's happy with it. Um, but, yeah, I think there is that misconception that everyone's a unicorn hunter mm-hmm. and you'll just get swamped um, yeah. as a single woman. Yep. But again, you also have to give space to couples and give space to even other single people. You can't just be pouncing on people. And mm. consent is really key and it should be enthusiastic and informed as yep. well. Yeah. Thank you. Was that the last of the – what was what was the other category I was asking about for <laughs> advice? <laughs> no, I think that was the oh, last I guess couples approaching singles. Yeah. Yeah. I guess just don't pin us. You know, don't just yeah corner don't jump on you. Do what you do, do, do for what you them. Do. Just yeah. give them a moment. Yeah, give them a moment. Yeah. Maybe lay out what you're interested in, yeah. and then I'll leave that with you. Don't have to answer me right yeah. now. Yeah, and I think just having a bit of an upbeat kind of attitude. Like I've come across single men a lot of the time, kind of having a bit of a mope, and it's just like, oh really? Yeah. What in the club? Yeah, in the club. Yeah, you know where why? Just that they don't feel like they're that attractive, but. They're not acting attractive, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Have they been like rejected or something, and then yeah, they're I just sort of I don't always it know the whole backstory, but I've definitely come across people sitting by themselves, and I've come come up and chatted to them because I will chat to nearly everybody and yep. anybody. <laughs> yep. Um, and yeah, there was definitely a bit of disappointment with this person, and um, yeah, just I guess frustration. Like again, it is a bit of a heightened mm-hmm. uh, environment, so don't put your pressure on yourself or your partner Mm. you don't know what's going to happen every night is always different even if you're a regular (laughs) (laughs) i 
don't feel like I'm that regular. But anyway, regular, <laughs> somewhat regular, somewhat regular. Yeah. Um, On I, the scale, like you know, we fill in the boxes of one to ten. This is like likely, very unlikely, yeah. somewhat like, likely, somewhat likely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you have a fantastic, you know, mini orgy, and then in some nights you bump into your boss. You yeah. Know? You know, Perfect. It's a great combo. Give and take. Did yeah. you have an orgy that night? No. 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 Oh, well, that's a shame. Yeah. Do you blame your boss for that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I definitely was not feeling feeling it. Yeah, that's oh, fair. It was more. Don't my. look at me. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think yeah, just don't have any ex- expectations and don't turn into like a wank zombie as a single man. Although you do yeah. still see that sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you see that. I just, just feel like getting like a rule and that's just a really good term for a wank zombie. I'd yeah. ask someone to leave. Because he just weeks. wanked? Yeah, he's just wanking right next to people. It's just like, that is not how you say hello. You may leave now. Yeah. What if? He tried to lie to me and say I wasn't doing it. I literally, I tapped <laughs> you like, on the shoulder I as you were doing you. it. Yeah. But like, they kind of wrap <laughs> towels around themselves and they kind of shuffle as well. And they kind of, <laughs> very zombie-like. They are yeah. like zombies. And oh the, you're God. just like, this is not making me kind of go, oh, I want to play with you. Mm. Yeah. It's not exclusive to these single men. Like people go, oh, see, this is why you shouldn't have single men. It's to say, I think it's just penis owners who just <laughs> lose their head. Yeah, I don't know. Some women can be a bit grotesque as yeah, well. Like some yeah. women just think that okay. everyone wants them and yeah. they just start blowing guys. Um, like the, one time there was a very drunk woman come up to me and two guys that I was playing with and she was tapping. Um, it was actually one of your staff members as well. He was not working that night. Um, and they, they they started tapping him on the shoulder and goes, you going to buy me a drink before I'll I'll play with you? And it's just like, first thing, you what? don't buy drinks here. <laughs> Would you like me to buy one of your own drinks that you've brought for us? <laughs> yeah, and then secondly, um, I'm busy right yeah. now. And this person is so polite and so sweet that, you know, and if he had handled it any differently, I'd probably be like, you know, but he was just so nice about it. So I was just like, oh, yeah, he's got it. Oh. <laughs> Bless his heart. <laughs> oh well on that lovely note <laughs> thank you Miss A for coming in and having a chat with us and oh, sharing your experiences uh, hopefully our listeners got something out of it they should have they, they would have they yeah. always do they always do welcome back to <laughs> just Jess and Lawrence now because <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get my mouth shut and then uh, I just laughed instead. Jess sorry. is laughing because we record the outro after the interview has been concluded. Actually, quite, quite some time after the interview has been concluded. <laughs> so it's just sort of this uh, strange... We're uh, having to go back in time, but I'm having comments and conversations with Lawrence that make only sense if you put all the podcasts that we're doing together in time, yep. which doesn't make sense because all of them are all over the shop. <laughs> so anyway, I tried to keep my mouth closed. It didn't work very well. Thank you very much for coming in we hope you had a wonderful time at pendulum when you did come along that night so yes <laughs> yes uh oh, I, but i heard that pendulum was quite a good party i missed out on that one it was a good party it was a really i don't good remember pendulum. where i was but i wasn't there one of the busiest pendulums i think the busiest pendulum i think it was the busiest yeah because yeah. you brad and angela all told me it was a really good pendulum yeah it was good i think maybe because it also it was just before the end of year so everyone's kind of like getting out their end of year jit- jitters mm. jitters jitters yeah, it was in November, so yeah. 26th. Yeah. Mm. No, the 25th. 25th, close enough. Something like that. We're moving on to our favourite bit of the podcast. Actually, it's not true. Is it true? It's no. your favourite bit. You literally get this like Cheshire cat smile. Your cheeks get rosy red and you are now giggling like a little girl in your seat. Okay, we're doing bribery. So for those Lawrence's favourite bit. <laughs> yeah, well, for those of you who don't know, bribery is the part of the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a five-star rating review on Apple iTunes podcast. 
I don't know what to actually call them. They're like Apple's podcast. They change it quite a lot. iTunes podcast. Every time they do an update, they change what their name is called. But I just say Apple podcast. Yeah. I'll just say Apple iTunes. The Just say Apple podcast because nobody really knows what iTunes is. I'll just say everything associated with the brand. Apple iPhone, iPod, iWatch. iMac. iMac. iTunes. Podcast. Tunes. Player. Functionality. Application. You know what? I can't even remember the guy who actually runs Apple who died, but... Steve Jobs. There we go. He ran Apple. He ran, sorry. Because he, he is now passed. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> that was grim. <laughs> <laughs> I just forgot. What okay. Saying. Anyway. So please rate us, a, give us a five-star rating review. Uh, and if you, we read out your review on one of the Month in Review podcasts, we will give you a free entry to the club on a night of your choice, pending availability. Do you feel like you're a rapper when you do that? Like you could be. That's probably like the only thing I can say actually quite quickly. <laughs> yeah. Because it's been that it's been practiced that much. So many times, yeah. Mm. Or if you guys are feeling extra, extra, extra generous, um, you can give us five star ratings on Spotify. You can also jump onto Google and leave us a little written review. Um, Lawrence and I both love reading those reviews that you guys set. Um, and we also like hearing all the feedback too. Um but if you feel like getting in contact with us as soon as possible, you can do it through our social media pages on our secret spot, all one word, or through our phone number 0478 131 769. You can call or text. Or if you're feeling even extra up to it, come and buy a ticket to an event and come see Lawrence and I in person. One of us will definitely be here. Yeah. And I'll definitely be awkward when you say hi. I recognise <laughs> you from the podcast. It just it keeps happening, and I, I just it's because your voice is quite distinct. And I say thank you, and I don't and know what to do. And you look the same as well. I like I continuously do. change what I look like, so everyone doesn't recognise who I am, which is helpful. It's 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 probably bad though. Like my first instinct though, when people say oh, I listen to the podcast, and I just want to say, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, you don't do that, do you? Oh, I don't. Oh, thank God. Oh, like, wow. Or say. <laughs> Why? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. No, it's not that bad. It's just. It's more embarrassment it, that you're not used to. Yeah. It's just something that's just like people are interested in doing. This and it's this odd feeling of like, why? Why? Recognition that you weren't thinking you were getting recognition for. Mm, I suppose. Wow. Yeah. Well, anyway. one way to make Lawrence blush is come in and tell him that you've heard him on the podcast. Yeah. He's already blushing thinking about it. All right. We're gonna catch you next. <laughs> we're gonna it's catch. True. We're gonna catch you next time uh, in a fortnight on Hump Day. Thanks for listening. We'll take. Oh, we'll see you next die. time. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. We're gonna what? Say bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>